Greetings and welcome everyone, it's All You Can Geek Gamecast, episode 658. I'm your host Jim Gass, joined by Mike Sneedy. What's up? Corey Fightside. Ahoy! And Tony Korkanakis. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome guys, welcome listeners and viewers to 658 of the Gamecast. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> poof. Uh, it's been a traveling week for me, but I did play, um, I played a bunch of um, Harry Potter Legacies, so I'm getting through that. Nice. Uh, it took me a little bit to warm back how up to the mechanics. Done with that, by the way, it's a big game. Hogwarts Legacy Harry Potter. How many hours are you doing? Oh, I don't know. We're only like we're, we're only like twenty some odd hours into it. Oh, okay, and all I, right. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, I was saying, like, like you talked about it for so long. I know you took breaks and, and on and off. Yeah. I just wasn't sure how many hours it was. But yeah, that's it's twenty hours in. Yeah, uh, I, I assume we're getting. I'm. I think we're like three quarters of the way through the story. If mm-hmm. I, if I'm, you know, so uh, doing a couple side things. The thing for that game is like we took that break, uh, and then you have to remember how to play. But then, like, there's a lot of distractions because of how well they built that world. Like, it's so cool uh, to be in that Harry Potter universe. And I said mm-hmm. that last time. So, but that's really it for me. Um, got to play wise. So I didn't. I didn't remember my switch to the trip, so I couldn't play it. Though. Oh fuck! I know. I, I ended up having I'm to do. Work. I ended up having to do work anyways on my trip, so I so didn't the have time. I know. I left it at home. No, I, you know what's funny is I bought. I brought the carry case. It's in my bag still. But oh, I, you forgot like, to pack the switch. Yeah, I opened it up. I'm like, this is, I'm like, and I put no, it on my bag. No. I'm like, this is too light. And I'm like, oh shit, are you kidding me? <laughs> no, that sucks. Um, wow. So the case is still in my bag. Uh, but yeah, that's it for me. Uh, Tony, what are you playing? Yeah, it is. I can't believe I did it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, two games for me this week. Uh, Pikmin Four, as I was yeah. talking about uh, last. Yeah, week. I get more impressions now. Uh, right? Yeah. Uh, this game is so much fun. I love it. Like mm. literally so much. And I've always loved Pikmin, but like this one, I feel like they found that balance because like. It's always been a bit more, I don't want to say like hardcore, but out of all the Nintendo portfolio, like this is one of those ones, kind of like early Fire Emblem, where it's like you just kind of scared off people from like just picking up because it's like, oh, it's time based and you can you can get to like an unrecoverable position in the first two games, where it's like you have to restart like from wow. the beginning now, or you know, load alternate save slots and stuff like that. Because if you just lose your Pikmin and you don't do things fast enough, you only have 30 days to beat the game. So you can get to a position where you're like, oh, I just, I can't beat the game now and stuff like that. <clears throat> so with this, they still have a daily time where you can only do so much in a single day, but you don't have like a predetermined amount of time where you need to accomplish things. It's just mm. like, okay, we're counting the days, but it doesn't matter, you know, stuff like that. Right. Um, so it's really fun. The addition of Awachi, which is like the Pikmin dog thing, uh, really opens up a lot of gameplay opportunities because first of all, it's a mount. Second of all, it's like a companion. You can send it to attack. Uh, you can send it to fetch things, obviously, like a dog and stuff mm. like that. Or you can have him position different areas in the map so that, like, when you send Pikmin over the one level or, like, a wall or whatever, you know, he can be around there. And he can also command Pikmin. So you can kind of, like, mm. alternate between the two captains, kind of like you could in Pikmin 3 and stuff like that. And the other thing is all the p- previous Pikmin uh, return from the previous games. So you have, like, six different types now i think if i may count is correct and stuff like that and each have their own strengths and weaknesses and stuff like that so it's all about balancing your pikmin army and stuff like that so hmm. really enjoying that uh and then the other game i played uh this week was a super indie title on steam called uh maiden and spell and it's about girls like 2d hand-drawn female characters that are uh it's a fighting game but it's a shoot 'em up fighting game mm-hmm. so imagine <laughs> Like your character, instead of throwing like punches and kicks and stuff like that, you press like one button and it just sends like bullets out, right? And you press another button and it sends like like a widespread bullet array. And then you press like a spell button and like you send out like a super laser or something like that. 
So all these characters have different movesets where it's like bullet hell <laughs> kind of like shoot 'em up stuff, right? So my one friend and I were really big into shoot 'em shoot 'em ups, and we were like, oh yeah, let's get this game. It's on sale and stuff like that. So we're playing the online versus mode, right? So we're like, oh, there's no lobbies. This is a super indie game. Let's just create a lobby and we'll just leave it open. Like who, you know, who the fuck knows? So we're playing for a little bit, and then people start joining, right? We're like, oh, well, let's play these other online people, right? And it's very funny going into a game like this where it's it's a fighting game, right? There's a versus component. And it's yeah. super niche, right? And anybody playing it online this day and age, you, you know they've got to be good, right? Because it's like, okay, this yeah. is kind of a couple That's years That's the problem with, yeah, when you get into a game that late, yes. Right? So, like, we, we get into these matches. We're fighting these people that just joined our lobby. And they're like, okay, let's fight. And, like, they just absolutely destroy us. Like, no contest at all. I'm just like, yeah. holy shit. Like, what the fuck is going on? And again, it's, like, so new it's not like you know a street fighter mortal combat where like a mm. lot of skills are applicable or overlapping or anything like that and we're just like damn like these guys are really just like looking for lobbies and we're like oh we don't rec because somebody joined is like oh i don't recognize these names are you guys new and we're like uh yeah this is our first day <laughs> so it's like these people just came online just to beat up on some new you know new scrubs and it's like man that kind of feels bad yeah, and they're yeah. like, join the Discord. Mm. You know, we'll, we'll help you out and this and that. I'm like, I don't know if I want to. <laughs> like, it's just kind passionate of like, this, clearly. very yeah. passionate. Yeah. But it's a fun game, interesting concept again because it's like the different characters have different move sets. Where it's like the one character is so annoying. Like you just press one button, and like a diamond configuration of smaller diamonds appear around your opponent, and mm. any of those diamonds could kill your opponent. So it's mm. like, like um, I forget the mechanic. It's called, but like. If it's a widespread attack, it will never actually aim dead center for the enemy character, but it'll aim for around them. But the thing is, in these shoot 'em up games, you're moving so much that, like, inevitably you might run into one of these. So mm -hmm. it's kind of funny and stuff like that. But yeah, it's a fun game, but uh, right. super niche. It's always neat to find like different genres smashed together and see how yeah, they yeah. can um, right. work with each other or yep. against each other. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, cool. Uh, Corey? Uh, just more Diablo season one stuff. Been some changes already. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean they they had to make some <laughs> changes and adjustments, and, they, and they're adding Responsive. to yeah. like some of the stuff that's been complained about before. So yeah. no, it's good that they're they're being um, quick to adjust and listen to the community. So uh, yeah, yeah, I guess that's one way of putting it. It's just funny because um, I didn't post it, but somebody noticed that uh, Blizzard is now hiring for a uh, battle pass director or something mm -hmm. like that. It's like you guys didn't have one of these. <laughs> it's like because you know, so many other that. games that you I can don't... look at as like examples of how this is done. And like, yeah, I would, I would never want to meet someone have who has that title as their like LinkedIn right? occupation. Yeah. Well, and I did. Battle we didn't mention Pastor. last. I think we mentioned off the air, but last week I talked about the Battle Pass a little bit and how there are actually parts of the Battle Pass that you will pass because you will have accomplished enough stuff to pass that goal but you can't unlock it because you will not be at the level to unlock it so it's like oh you need to be level 40 and then you'll get this and then you'll need to be level 50 to get this but you may unlock it at level 20 and so you just you got to remember to go back, go back and then and do that it's like wow, Dude, that's, that's, that's fucking so garbage weird design. It's such garbage it doesn't design. make sense yeah yeah, I think so. that battle pass. And, like, director, and, the, and the thing that you're unlocking is this stuff like this dust stuff that you can then purchase bonuses for the season which are like experience buffs 
So it's like, why am I waiting until halfway through to be to able get to get this stuff? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, like it's usually the thing you get in the beginning of your journey. Yeah. Uh, I'd say so. All right. Um, Mike, anything for you? Um, two games, really. First oh. of all, uh, um, I, uh, I've hit my ceiling and ranked pretty hard in Street Fighter VI. Mm. Uh, I got to gold. Congrats. Gold won. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, yeah. And that's it, though. I, mm. I will gain like maybe three to four hundred um, league points or whatever, and then get slapped with like a five-game losing streak. Go back down to the basement of gold, and then it's ha- been happening a lot. And you know, so it, I, I guess it's my ceiling. It's, it's not good anymore. I'm not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not improving. I have to figure out what it is I need to do to. Get, be any better in the game i don't really know what i i'm sure th- like i thought that it's not just the fact that i'm not doing optimal combos because i'm not but again i don't think that matters too too much in this game but i maybe i need to i don't know better i need better ways maybe to get in than what i have but yeah i'm getting i'm getting spanked around in there a bit so also what i decided to do uh, different game. Um, PlayStation notified me that a PlayStation Plus game was leaving, so it's the last chance. And I'm like, "Oh, Alan Wake remastered." I was like, hmm, "Nice." I might as well give this a try. I li- I played Control. I liked Control. I never played Alan Wake. I always wondered about it. Um, so I decided, yeah, I'll download it. I'll play it now. I'll give give me a break between, you know, Rage Fests with Street Fighter, <laughs> um, and I've played a lot of it the problem with the game is it's the gameplay itself is not great i don't like it actually right it is it is yeah i was gonna um, say it's definitely not probably not modern (laughs) feeling yeah i mean it it feels to me like i'm sure purists would scoff at this but it feels to me like a survival horror Mm -hmm. game which i don't play um it's a it's survival horror people uh, will say otherwise and like reddit and stuff but because it's not it, it can be scary but it's not like man, that's not the only thing they're going for i guess and you, mm. you you can be outfitted with a decent amount of supplies to handle yourself in most instances there are instances though where you have to run away which i don't particularly like but you know so mm. i mean later on later on in the game um there things open up a little bit there's more weapons and you know there's environmental stuff to blow stuff up but um, I, I find myself really kind of there with the character where like I don't really want to be in the dark. I don't really want to be fighting these things. I want to be inside in the light, talking to characters, finding stuff out, like, like right there with them. But you know, the story is very interesting, you, uh, obviously. And it's weird going at this from having played Control, which did have DLC that referenced Alan Wake. That I yeah. So I'm kind of backwards with that, but um. It's still remedied. It still has that sort of same vibe. Um, still, it's still kind of scary, pretty, un- especially with the way I play, which is in a basement when everyone's asleep with most of the lights off. Um, this game will try to make you afraid of the dark for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, I've been playing. I'm probably going to get through it by next week already because it's not yeah, too long. Game. Um, <laughs> and I've been kind of like just trying to do the main line. I don't not. Tr- I'm not collecting all the coffee thermoses, if anyone knows. But uh, yeah, uh, it's it's been interesting. It's definitely one of those games that 
you think about a lot while you're playing it. So it's uh, okay. cool. it's good, but it's not great at this okay. point in time just because, you know, it feels a little rough playing it. You move so slow, the guy's stamina, like, is nothing. <laughs> you, 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 you sprint last for, like, maybe three seconds, and mm. then you're done sprinting. Like, oh, come on, man. I know, I guess you're an author. You just sit down all day, I guess, but whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but no, it, it's interesting. On uh, I'm curious about the next control and Alan Wake 2, which is supposed, is that supposed to be this year? Supposedly. I know I know that it basically ignores it had other sequels that it's kind of ignoring I guess <laughs> um since the first one but, but it's also mm-hmm. leaning in further into the survival horror aspects which I'm not sure I'm down for but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um right. yeah that's it. Cool. All right, let's get into some news here. Um I actually would like to kick it off with what you just posted there, Tony, before. I forgot to mention this. EA says in the earnings call, Re- Respawn is currently making Star Wars Jedi Survivor for <clears throat> PS4 and Xbox One's versions. Um, Don't they have to get it working for PS5 and Xbox Xbox. Series first? Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say it's a good time to patch those games. But after I had bu- bugs where they would, the game would just crash like over and over. So yeah. I don't know about this. Like it's crazy because, like you guys said, like they're still. Pa- I mean, what the other week when you were talking about Jim, they were still patching it. So it was like I said that's even done. I still had crashes. Now. Like there were times where I had to reload the game because it crashed. Like in the middle of a fight, sometimes it would just go back to the home console. Is this then... worse than Guardians, or about the same? For me, it's, it's about it's, the same. It's a. Mm. It's probably slightly better, but I played it later than Mike, so it's slightly better. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we're, we're, you can get through it. It just that was the, one of the buggiest games ever played. You're in the ballpark, though. You're not. Well, see, you know what I mean? Like you're not. Wow. Like Again, you know, for, yeah. for me, for me, for Guardians, I remember I didn't have too many, and then I had an awful one. I, I had one like end. the ending yeah. sequence yeah. where just I, where you're walking towards the camera with your team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty much it. you're done with everything, and it would not trigger anything. I kept trying to walk. I'm like, what the hell? And Maybe, I had. To, uh, Reload the whole sequence where you have to walk and yeah. talk past everyone. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> this one sucked. Yeah. yeah. When the yeah. first boss of that game, I thought I was fucking stupid because I was like, I'm doing what they're telling me to do. And then like right. I'm like, I will try everything else I could possibly think of. And it was just the boss was invulnerable. I had to reload the fucking fight. And then it was like, oh look, you're doing it. Yeah. And I was like, or you just step in a crack and fall in and just like can't get out. And it's yeah. like, what the heck is going on with this? I game? was for I me they had the, I had the I enemy. Have anything like that, I don't think. But I don't think know. I I don't think there's any enemies that I didn't Oh no, there was one. Uh, I couldn't there, kill the enemy. In, I mean, like with that game, I got it enough that yeah, I was I had... okay with getting through with it. And the bugs didn't like disrupt it as much as it was almost like part of the the game. Yeah, but like with Survivor, so, I would I could see that being really annoying. So, Survivor, so for Survivor, um, I would say there's obviously a stut- frame rate stutters, especially if you're in a certain yeah. open world area by water. You don't want to be there. <laughs> yeah, um, mm-hmm. but other than that, the worst thing that's happened is, um, which has happened more than once, is a couple of your abilities just get locked up and don't work. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have to just reload a checkpoint. That happened to me more than once. Is this as and, buggy on the PC as it is on console? I think I've it's probably worse. worse. I've heard it's worse on PC. Yeah, it's worse on so PC. So I'm, I'm fine um, waiting. I will wait. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Um, I mean, it's, I mean, it's cool. I, it wasn't it wasn't like the buggiest thing I've ever played. And um, I again, this is it's my favorite game of the year so far. So that's fine. I mean, I'll wait. but again, Corey's question was compared to Guardians. And I'm like, it's actually kind of very close. 
uh, thinking nice. back to it. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to remember because I think it might be a little. I think they were less severe the glitches that there's they very were, rarely. But I did have the game crash. Stoppers. I did the game crash like three times on me towards the ending. So um EA had a record fiscal year, quarter one though. Um growing twenty-one percent year over year. EA says Jedi Survivor was a driving factor. Um Jedi Survivor is a commercial success with millions of players. They also state players are spending more time in game than they did with Fallen Order. Good for respawn. Bigger game. Respawn <laughs> much is, bigger game. No, good He's for respawn. Amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. We were remember when Titanfall 2, we were all worried. Yeah. We were like, mm-hmm. we're like they fucking do because like that game Titanfall 2 is very, I'll tell you what. one of my favorite games. I'll yeah, tell you what. Definitely. Respawn has proven they can make some great games. So let them make fucking Titanfall 3, goddammit. Uh, well, that's what they're, they're busy, yeah. they're yeah. busy Apex. doing Apex Apex updates forever. Which well, is that's just, a, I mean, a separate team, so they sent that game to die in Titanfall 2 is still a fantastic game. And they sent mm-hmm. that to die. Yep. yep. Uh, and, and look at Respawn now. It's still thriving. So mm-hmm. fuck you, EA. Fuck you, EA. I'll say it now. <laughs> I mean, so, they're one of the biggest, you know, profit-making developers that EA has. And, 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 and you can you can wish that Microsoft buys them and then you know makes them do Titanfall. I would, yeah, I mean, I would argue, yeah, hopefully, like that'll I, mean, I would argue that Vince Ampilla, uh was just as bad because he sold right away to EA. Like the second they offered him stuff, it was unbelievable. Um, he stepped down right after that. He's not there anymore, or is he still there? I thought he was there, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't follow I, it enough. I mean, he started this company to make uh, its own independent stuff, and then EA was like, oh, we'll buy you. He's like, sure. Well, he wanted, I mean, just I look mean, at Bungie. I mean, <laughs> Bungie wants Bungie, was, yeah, same idea. Bungie goes same idea. to, you know. Same idea. Uh, same idea, you're right. No, no, we're, 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 no. No, no, we're okay with being sold out. He built such a great team at Respawn, though, and it's just like... Yeah, yeah, he did. I'm, I'm, I, they are a great team. I, would, I, I can't say that. That's it. That's it. So, mm-hmm. all right. Oh, what else do we have here? Let's go up to uh, PS5 consoles. Seen a first-time discount dropping to four ninety-nine, four four fifty in the US and uh, three ninety-nine, four hundred euro in the UK. Is it euro? Mm. And uh, four sixty in Germany, whatever their currency is. I'm not sure. Is that the what is that one at the time? I don't know mm. what currency they use. New sale even offers a standalone discount, unlike bundles we've seen before. So these are standalone consoles dropping by 50 bucks-ish, roughly. Um, coinciding with what we were talking about, I think we were talking about it last week. Last week, yeah. yeah. I think this means this is the Slims. Slims yeah, going to come in 50 more. Again, podcast, we're ahead of it, guys. Mm-hmm. We did yeah. it again. Yeah. Uh, we did it again. We did it last week. No, definitely, absolutely a sign that there's something on the horizon that yeah. is going to replace yeah. premium not- version. It's not like uh, again, like it's not like we have inside info. We just you could just the writing's, writing's on the wall. Writing's yeah. on the wall. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like back to remember our Spider-Man prediction about that was going to be uh, he was joining the MCU. We we had mm-hmm. that thing down. Oh, I uh, remember that. It, it was just the writing was we we don't have the insider friends, but we just we're, we're pretty good at what we we predict sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. uh, which is what every prediction person says. So, uh, but yes, okay. Uh, let's see what else we have here. We've got. Um, Phil, Phil Spencer meeting with uh, Square Square Enix CEO mm. um, starting today or not today, but when they made this announcement back in well, how many days ago was this? Um, the weekend. It was Final. The Fantasy. weekend. Final Fantasy fourteen is coming to, in spring of twenty twenty four to the Xbox. It's one of its first games in a long time on the Xbox console. Um, both of them saying they were, they look forward to building a relationship. Um, 
on the on the systems. Uh, I don't know. If this means we're getting sixteen on the Xbox. It absolutely, means we're getting sixteen. Uh, so, I, I, so just to add some clarification here. So this happened at FanFest, which is the nickname for the Final Fantasy fourteen festival, right? Uh, this is mainly for Final Fantasy fourteen players. Nobody else, right? Yeah, it's yeah. all fourteen players, right? So. Yoshi P, who's the producer on both 14 and 16, was like, oh, uh, during the keynote or whatever, like he's like, oh, then, you know, I'd like to welcome an, another guest for you all to meet. And, you know, it's like, okay, who's this going to be? And he's like, he's the CEO of Xbox, Phil Spencer. And it's like, what the fuck is Phil Spencer doing? Mm -hmm. like, okay, well, we know what that means, right? Yeah. But not only was Phil Spencer on there to be like, oh, yeah, we we're excited to get, you know, fun, fancy fans on, on Xbox and stuff like that. Then they got the... Um, new square enix uh ceo out on stage uh so they did their symbolic kind of awkward three-way handshake photo session thing always weird so, so hard to do that so this means a lot in japan like that is absolutely like, the ceo would not show up just for a random fan fest thing like he him being there is akin to like him showing up on microsoft's e3 you know former okay. e3 wow you know, wow past reference because and if you listen to like the um the clip or you find a, a, a summary he's like we're we're looking forward to our future you know on xbox and stuff like that so it's mm -hmm. definitely more cryptic than just 14 but this was the is microsoft doing is microsoft doing like a victory lap is that what they're doing right now like didn't didn't they go to what else who else are they meeting with this week um is it for more games mm -hmm. another japanese company i'm sure somebody but i can't remember who i just saw but i'm like sure but I mean, yeah, I so to me, this is just whatever, so it's whatever. good. So it's good for Final Fantasy fourteen yeah. in the game because you have sure. another install yes. base to you know. Uh, it's all crossplay, I assume. Yeah, yeah, to to get new players and stuff like that. But at the same time, we just have to go back a couple of weeks ago with the whole you know um, versus the FTC you know uh, lawsuit and stuff like that. How many times did they fucking cite? Final Fantasy 16 didn't appear on Xbox because that's what I'm because saying. Sony paid for it. I'm sorry. Like, mm -hmm. that's, that's what I meant by victory lap. Like that's what I'm sorry. That's I meant it like as a joke because this was their conversation. Like they're they're well, we're just a little guy. We don't have enough partnerships. And yeah. uh, and now they're like they're I swear they're meeting with somebody else. Like time. Yeah. Phil knew about this. This was not something that it's like, hmm, two weeks. I bet I could get Final Fantasy fourteen on this Xbox. Being done, yes. This was being done. This was absolutely done months, if not years, yeah. in advance. So he fucking sat there, testified. Yeah, well, we're not getting Final Fantasy sixteen at launch because Sony's a bully and they paid Square Enix money. Mm. We're just the little guys. We're just a trillion dollar company. We can't get Final Fantasy on Xbox, <laughs> even though we're getting it. I mean, listen, even though they're getting, getting it. it. Less than a month later, it. fucking showing up at a Square Enix event. Parading Final Fantasy game on Xbox. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm happy with running on the Xbox. Don't get me wrong. How? I do understand. Yeah, I do understand mm. what you're saying. Like, how? Um, I wish the judge would be like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> fucking come back here right now. What, Judge Washington TV? Wait a minute. What the fuck? Because <laughs> so much of that testimony was based, they specifically cited 16 over and over again. I'm like, why are you focusing on this title? Because well, of so many other Japanese titles, but you're focusing on this. Why? Yeah. That was coming out then. That's why. Fuck Phil Spencer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, all right. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Um, I'm gonna go back up. Sorry, I'm on the wrong on the wrong list. Oh, Nintendo. The Nintendo Switch Two. 
We have news, guys. We Finally, have news. Happening. We have well, news. I mean, it's like Watch. non-news almost. This is non-news. It's non-news. It's just coming, kind of summarizing coming, things. Coming the end of next year. Most uh, likely. No it's not OLED, definite. No OLED LCD. Right? LCD. Uh, which, I yeah. which I don't like. I think that's a weird decision to have an OLED switch. And it's also, it is a portable, which... Oh, it'll be a portable, which is good. Yeah. Um, and uh, more powerful. And uh, we don't know anything about backward, backwards compatibility. It's all the stuff we kind of already knew. Before but... you get up, yeah, before you get up in arms, it's probably going to be backwards compatible. No, no, they said it's backwards compatible. They did, I didn't see, I looked before we talked. I didn't see that anywhere, but I assumed it. I just, not. I, it was more of a controversial conversation to start mm -hmm. with people. And I'm yeah. like, that's a non-starter. There's no way they make a Switch 2 without being able to play this backlog catalog of games because yeah well, it is like if it's actually a sequel to the switch and not like its own thing no it is they said handheld yep. blah, 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 same thing mm -hmm. and i mean the ola thing that could be later down the line i mean i for know a i just kit, feel like that's or, no, no i'm just saying for a dev yeah. kit i can plus see more it more efficient making... plus more efficient that's the other right? thing is there there are a lot of devs getting the um development kit now so we're going to probably get a lot more information soon with all the it's going um, out. So also the Joy-Con yeah. manufacturer, I don't think I posted it last week, but, but the one of the main uh, Joy-Con suppliers in China or Taiwan, one of the two, said uh, in a statement that we are expecting sales or whatever, or our profit going up significantly at the beginning of next year because we are providing parts to mm. a new video game console launching next year uh, from a manufacturer that has not had a new one in several years. And it's like, well. Right. Two plus two. When is twenty seventeen? Twenty. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, the switch. So uh, yeah, definitely next yeah. year. Definitely next um, year. Definitely next year. It's good to see. I'm excited actually to get a new console. Uh, it's always exciting to get a new console, um, like brand new. Not we're gonna get a slim PS5, obviously, but I think Nintendo. When do we get the announcement then? You think uh, summer of next year? No, we'll get it before. They have to. They have to start before. It'll be probably the January February direct. I don't know about that early. I just feel like they might wait hmm. wait a little longer based on when it's coming. I think because I feel like it's November of 2024 launch, right? No, Not no, the no. earliest. No, because say. no, no, no. What they said in the article, unless it's a different article that than I posted, uh, they said they want to get ahead of um, the holiday sales period. They don't want to get ahead of it. You just. I mean, you're. I'm not saying early mm. November. I'm not saying like Black Friday. Uh, I do think. Uh, yeah, well, it's definitely not going to be before April first. Is what the thing yeah, is. Yeah, right. it's definitely so going to be not, right. It could it be any time between April. So you're thinking like a, you're thinking like a September, right? I mean, it, yeah. otherwise, the, that's. I mean, switch switch launch in March. We said that's a new, even when that that was we we're like what the fuck are they thinking right yeah so maybe you think it might be, they might do a summer launch again like I don't yeah, think that happens absolutely. really I don't know I don't think that happens I don't think you launch that I think you do it in September then at the you skip yeah skip the you maybe could, sure. you're yeah. right March is the, March is the new month of the releases now because of what they did uh, so yeah. yeah we'll see but uh, I don't sure. think we get it uh, I don't know we'll see if they do it in June obviously we we'll get a January February but I think we get it more of an April announcement yeah. and that's where we'll see it in september october november i think november but we'll see mm. um so interesting um excited for that and but we get more of a uh switch release vision now of what's happening for it uh for the rest of its 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 uh major life part it'll still obviously be around after the switch 2 comes out with how many it's sold but uh metro prime switch 2 right mm. uh 
Metroid Prime Four will definitely be cross generational. There's you think it'll be cross gen. They they would get lambasted so hard if they're like, yeah, you got to switch Yeah, we have, but we'll always. I know, you know, but now you can bring it back up again. It's, no, no, it's, it's going to be exactly like I know, I know, but it, they're going to same thing. Yep. They're gonna be like, "Hey, this is the Switch version, and this is the Super Switch." Or it could just be like, "Hey, it's if it's backwards compatible, you just buy the Switch version and you get the free upgrade or something like that." Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I don't know about that, the 4K upgrade. Mm. I wonder if they'll do that. that. That'd be very cool if them to do that. I, I kind of feel like they wouldn't do that. I just no, this doesn't seem like a Nintendo type of thing to do. No, well, right. they they did that but before with the Wii. They have done it with. Uh... They, they did it with, with Twilight right. Princess. Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess did it. And they've also done that with, um, I mean, they ported it at the same time, but Breath of Wild was on both Wii U and Switch. I mean, That's Which didn't have a DVD drive or a Blu-ray drive, I'm, so it didn't do that. But. Mm-hmm. I guess in my mind, I'm feeling like I'm expecting the jump in processing to be bigger between just a specifically upgraded powers wide Switch to like, you know, a, a GameCube and a Wii, or a Wii U and the first Switch. No, still, I don't know. It, the Switch Two is still going to be on the same kind of similar architecture, just more power. Yeah, so no, I, I understand be, that. So, yeah. but but because of that, I kind of feel like they want you to get a, a new version of those games. Then, if they're mm-hmm. going to do that, I mean, just for the Switch Two game, yeah, I got you. You're talking about just patch specific, not happening. I thought you meant like compatibility with games because that should be fine. No, no, I just, I just, I don't know if they're going to do the free upgrade like cross gen thing that. Well, yeah, I mean, the thing is, they might be picking choosing those two. Yeah, it's not. I'm not going to say it's part, you know, across the board, but we have seen from um, the modding and hacking scene that uh, there are assets for a lot of these Switch games that are higher resolution uh, and higher quality models that cannot even be displayed on the Switch. So the common mm-hmm. speculation that all this time it, they were just waiting for either what what was supposed to be the Switch Pro or the Switch successor. Where you could just be like, "Hey, now you have the higher quality asset pack and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and the performance isn't tied to the hardware itself. So now you're getting unlocked frame rates and you know all that yeah. stuff." So. No, I think that makes a lot of sense because yeah, they definitely are skipping the pro version and just getting right into That's what what's doing. next. But let me let me ask you the really important question: Do we what? get Mario Beyond Kart Eight upgraded, <laughs> or do we get a Mario Kart Nine? <laughs> you know, so it's interesting you mentioned that. It is very interesting you mentioned that to tie it all re- related before I answer the question. Mm-hmm. So uh, Sakurai, who's the uh, producer for the Smash Brothers games, mm-hmm. I forget if you guys mentioned or if I mentioned on the podcast, but he has his own small YouTube channel where he talks about game development and stuff like that. And he created mm-hmm. it on his own dime. He spent his own money. And it's just him talking about various games that he's you know developed over the years. And part of it was like, he's like, yeah, you know, uh, I just want to create something for the next generation of game developers and anything that I learned that could possibly help somebody out. So from time to time, he talks about specific Nintendo games that he's made and stuff like that. So last week, he talked about Brawl development, actually, Super Smash Brothers Brawl. And at the end of it, he goes, uh, undoubtedly, Smash Brothers is one of Nintendo's most important franchises, so I'm sure it's only a matter of time until the new a new one is made. Uh, and he talks about, but... I don't think Nintendo has anybody else internally that would be able to take the reins from me and stuff like that. So mm. he said he ended the video with, I would still be interested in doing another Smash Brothers title, but not sure exactly what it would be and stuff like that. And he went into detail about the story was uh, when the Wii was shown off at E3, whatever it was, they announced Smash Brothers and uh, Sakurai was in the audience. He's like, wait, what? Like, 
<laughs> I work on Smash Brothers. I don't know about what I don't know what you're talking about. And he goes on to tell how um literally that night or whatever, like Wada invites him up to his uh, you know penthouse suite at the hotel and goes, Yeah, I would like you to produce the next Super Smash Brothers for Wii. And Sakurai was like, he wasn't exactly jumping at the bit because he had just finished um Melee not you know too long ago and stuff like that, and he had stepped away and created his own company, had obligations to other uh, people that had hired him. So he asked Awada, he's like, well, okay, what would you do if I if I didn't say this, right? Or if I didn't say yes to this? And Awada goes, to be honest, I don't think there's anybody else that could take that role from you. Uh, so most likely we will just release Melee with online capabilities on the Wii. And that's what kind of spurred him to be like, yeah, I think both the series and the fans deserve better than that. So... Mm. You know, reluctantly or you know begrudgingly you know accepting stuff like that so who knows because both mario kart and smash brothers it is a good question of what are we going to get right because yeah. like it could be mario 8 deluxe super turbo whatever right but also same thing with smash brothers is it going to be super smash brothers ultimate hyper fighting edition or whatever because again like, like we talked about just a couple of weeks ago with the uh, mortal kombat one and just a little while ago with Street Fighter Six, like how do you go from a roster, right? How, how That's why I think the half, like seventy-five, I think. Yeah. At the end, I think, but I think this time around, I think you do get an upgraded Smash Brothers. Like it's the same game, just a, maybe something upgraded with it. I do think this time around you do because of that that game content, like you just said. Yeah, but at the same time, okay. So look at look at Mario Kart Eight. Mario Kart Eight has almost a hundred tracks now, right? Yeah. How uh, yeah. do you go from being like, yeah? Uh, by Mario Kart 9, that's going to have like maybe 24 or something like that. Let's say that. How do you go from 100 tracks to 24? Like, it's just such a huge downgrade. Right. You have to like provide something different that's only something new, dynamic. Yeah. Right. 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 And it's like, well, it's like you've already got eight of these. Like, how much can you innovate at this point? Right. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why I'm saying, like, where I'm, I would personally probably be fine unless they really found something to jazz up the formula for Mario Kart. I'd be fine with Mario Kart 8 just continuing to evolve and just working on that in perpetuity. Like League of Legends. League of Legends has been around for, what, mm-hmm. 15 years now at this point? Same game. They're still releasing champions. They're still releasing skins and everything like that. Like, why can't Mario Kart, which is a perfect example for a live service game, like, why can't that be become that? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'll turn the question around on you. Like, what do you think? Like, what would you want? Like, would you want a straight Mario Kart 9 at this point? Um, yeah, I think I think I would want a 9 at this point with a new dynamic. New feature or something in the what? game. Um, I have no. I'm not a game designer. <laughs> I don't know, sir. Um, but have you played eight? When was the last time you played eight deluxe? Uh, probably on um, when it first launched, when it first came out, first so on the Switch, like six first, years ago. Oh, Jesus Christ! Probably six years ago. Yeah. Okay. So you haven't yeah, played because I was I was probably hanging out with you guys and we played put it on. That's probably when. See, yeah. Yeah. I've been I've been playing most of these up the updated map packs because you know Ashley's into that game, so we do it. You know, every now and then I said like, "Oh, there's pro- there's new maps we can try." She's like, "Okay, cool," um, hmm. but I don't know. I kind of I would want them to just change it up too. I think you could do whole over overhaul the like the items. Really, I think the items are a little lackluster in this game, honestly, compared hmm. to other ones. I find them not that dynamic, and um, I I don't know change more of the um the way you customize your carts and stuff seems a little clunky to me and you can there's stuff they could change there and no one ever plays the battle mode in this game either i wonder if 
even though they supposedly fixed it at some point. But I don't know. I, I think there's ways you can make a new version of this game and have it. Even if you wipe all the tracks clean, I think it might be worthwhile to have an actual new installment. But I mean, naturally, it's going to start off like oh, this is worse than eight, but it's going to build itself up as well if you stick with it. So well, I, I mean, it, there, there's and, there's quality and quantity. There's obviously yeah. you got all of the the quantity from a game that's been re-released and out for so long. But yeah, I do. For me, I feel a little bored with even the new tracks. I'm just like, oh, this still feels the same. But I mean, it's I, I would like. I know, but I mean, I just there's there's you know, if you want to do like yeah, a whole new suite of items, rebalance some things, like do something they can that new items. Feels... They can just patch a new items, right? Yeah, I mean, if but you want to like, I think re... they have though, but they could. Yeah, I mean, if you really want to like revamp the entire feel of how the racing is and stuff like that, then you have saying. to go to a nine. But I was saying revamp the dynamics of it. Yeah, but if you're just switching things here and there, but yeah, yeah, so interesting. All right, I think that's it on the news. So that's going to wrap up the GameCast episode, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, once again, we're live on Twitch Tuesday night starting at 8 o'clock. We're on YouTube the following day, so subscribe to both channels to get the latest and greatest from us. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you guys next week. Bye.